Uh, so I started trying to find guests for today. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And like, I talked to like one person. Yeah. And they were busy. Yep. And then I got a snuffle nose. And I'm like, ah, I'm going to focus on the snuffle nose yeah. instead of calling other people. <laughs> you got Sounds it. like you didn't do much work on the snuffle nose. It's still there. It's pretty, oh, it's pretty it's, snuffly. Yeah, but like it requires constant maintenance oh, to keep yeah. it snuffle like this. I see. Wait, you, are you trying? <laughs> are you saying you're actively snuffling it? Well, I, I mean, gotta like, ride this wave. I don't want it. <laughs> I don't want it to get more snuffled. Oh, okay. Yeah, like this is the snuffly sweet spot, right? Oh, sure. I don't. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like the sweet spot on snuffliness is like no non-snuffling, which, by the that way, is, I have never achieved in my yes, entire life. Say, coming from the two of you, that's fucking ridiculous. <laughs> like. Now it just like now we're a complete set, and it just sounds like we're like a weird. We just have like a weird filter on. Here. Oh, that's true. It's like you're like joining if, us in if Seth I could be, Rogan's backyard. Yeah, if I could be <laughs> snuffly at all times, <laughs> if I could be snuffly at all times, we could re EQ this podcast, and we'd all sound normal. Yeah, <laughs> like the two of you for the first times in your lives. I'm just satisfied that I don't have to like. Uh, put my head under a towel over like a boiling pot to like. Get enough steam. Oh man, we do that. We used to do that all the time. That like my throat isn't closing for some reason. Yeah, you should just like you should just have like a. I was a sickly child. I was like yeah. half our child. Even though I was a giant, I was a giant sickly child. Yeah, that's fucking weird. Yeah, Ooh, you're you like both unbreakable. Like both of you. <laughs> How so? Wasn't that's he, like the opposite of unbreakable. <laughs> wasn't he like super sick as a kid? But then he was like, oh, no, I can't be You're killed. talking about Mr. Glass. No, I'm talking about Bruce Willis. They call me Mr. Glass. I know they call you Mr. Glass. <laughs> that was the whole point of the movie. <laughs> what, a, what a terrible movie. <laughs> I don't know. I still liked it. It's so bad. I, yeah. I mean, I'm not saying you can't like it. Sure. I'm not saying like, hey, it's terrible but and again, you didn't like it. I've said this before. Like, I was on a plane. Yeah. And it automatically stopped, like, just before the, like, twist ending. Which wasn't even a twist ending. No, it was... <laughs> it was like, oh, no, they're all afraid of this person named Mr. Glass with glass bones. Yeah. Also, here's this guy that you've seen many times doing villainous things who's in a wheelchair because his bones keep breaking. I hope no one puts this together until I get to the end. Wait, who's afraid of him? No one's really afraid of him. No. Also, what villainous things was he doing before they like reveal? Well, all the first of all, things? being o- the only black person, which uh, <laughs> yeah, makes it is, pretty clear. Yeah, that's... Uh, second of all, like not being helpful or friendly. Well, he's he's made of glass. Yeah. He's got glass bones. That's what I'm saying. Everybody knew he was made of glass. He's going to be cranky. Yeah. It was not a twist ending. It, I mean... Like, they... Again, he, I didn't see it. He shot it and as presented it As far as I'm concerned, the way that that yeah. movie ends yes. is I land in Minneapolis and go home. Oh, that's nice. Yeah. I mean, maybe that's why you liked it. Yeah. Maybe. Like, you got home. Home is pleasant. That was it. Wait, did it stop like as he was sinking into that pool? You're just like, oh, he drowns to death. That's nice. <laughs> <laughs> like, no. Okay. I don't remember. No, it, all it that stopped well. like it stopped like as they were going to like I don't know that like art. I don't know. Let's be clear. Yeah, I, it was definitely I it was definitely remember. ramping up to the end, but I yeah. don't know what. I really need to point out for the record. I'm pretty sure the only thing left to do was to reveal that Mr. Glass was Mr. Glass. <laughs> Mr. Glass. Yeah, I I need to point out for the record two things. One, 
we're still doing this thing where we randomly insert the theme song into our hour-long podcast. Uh-huh. And yeah. Everything before it's a cold open. Mike has inserted it 38 minutes into an oh, hour spoilers. long podcast. Spoilers! What are you doing? I, I can't actually see if it's 38 minutes. <laughs> I need some way to insert it without it being visible. Um, you can hide the track. Yeah, just hide the track. How do I hide the track? I don't know. I don't know. Click hide track. I guess I could add like a bunch of dummy tracks. Computer oh, recording. Your computer would break. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I also true. want to point out that's that it is true. it is clear to people that I have uh it's probably clear to people that I have a bit of nasal congestion going on. Sure. Uh I am still not the one with the loud ass mouth, Dan. Yeah, you have nasal congestion. Yeah, yeah. you're making all sorts of loud mouth sounds and sniffles I and jumps. I always make loud mouth sounds. Yeah, Dan is always sounds. doing Yeah, loud it's not mouth. just loud mouth, sound, loud mouth sounds. It's loud head sounds. Like, you're doing mouth. all sorts of sniffles and shit. Like, that ain't me. Nah, dog. That ain't me. <laughs> Dan. Oh, we should also address the weird, like, sailor thermos that Dan... Dan oh. is, like, full-on construction this work. I was going to portray this. This thermos was a gift. <laughs> I was going to portray those sounds as extreme bong rips. (laughs) (laughs) The most extreme is when you drink the water. Right. Yeah. Yeah, that's the extremest of bong rips. I'm going to get so high on this gross water. (laughs) I think you do. I've never actually, like... That seems, like, very... It doesn't seem worth it. Yeah, I've never leaned into that one. Like, I feel like so much of your body would be rejecting that act act as you're doing it. Like, so many organs would be like, what are you doing? I Don't re- do this. I just Somebody remember- in one of you, those two houses that you were in after high school must have tried it, right? Yeah. Oh, oh, for sure. Like everybody has <laughs> you, tried it over you, and over. You I moved never- from one flop house to another. <laughs> it's it's weird too that like that like of all of the gross things I've eaten in my life just because yeah. uh-huh. that I've never done it. But like for some reason it didn't. It never held an appeal for me. Um. Uh, I also at one point in time had like <laughs> I forgot that during high school you went through a period where just like people around you would just start mixing things in a bottle. It was normally me that was mixing them and trying to get other people to consume them. <laughs> um, but then I felt bad because I'm like, look, I'm not going to ask you to do this if I won't do it myself. Oh, I'm I, a I, natural born leader, you guys. <laughs> right. Like I will pick up the banner and a sword. I'll light that sword on fire, and I'll horse ride in front of you into an opposing army. Right, and no one will follow you. Yeah, <laughs> but in that instant, er, in 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 that way, I'm much like Christ the Redeemer. In because didn't he have like a fire sword? Wasn't that his whole deal? I mean, he will. Yeah, yeah but yeah. he did will. Yeah. yeah. Okay. <laughs> right. No. Right. Let's talk about <laughs> let's talk about uh, organized religion for a minute. Oh. oh all right. This is coming back to drinking bong water, right? Maybe. Okay. <laughs> I'll bring it back around somehow. All right. So, the Bible's a thing. Yes. I think. I'm willing to I'm willing to put up... Resolved. The Bible is a thing. A thing that they stop... Now, stopped. Oxford-style debate. <laughs> a thing that they stop putting in hotels, I keep hearing. Oh, like, no, it's weird. not. I keep I've... seeing weird stories about this. Are oh. people... People are upset that it's not in hotels anymore? What? The, there was just a thing on the internet... That stated as though it were some, like, universal fact. Do you know they're not putting Bibles in hotels anymore? So, first of all, it was never the hotels doing it. Yeah. Right? Gideons. Um, Yeah. Gideons. Gidgeons. Hotels. Uh, I pronounce it Gidgeons. Gidgeons. (laughs) Guys, my thermos might make a squeaky noise. Hold on. Oh. Yeah. That was Thermos Foley. Um, So, I still check... (laughs) 
I still check every uh. Why did you feel the need to add <laughs> sound to that? Um, I still Sabotage. check in. I still check in uh, every hotel I go into. They're still they're still in about two thirds of them. Okay. Well, I mean, so wait, it's so going to take a while for like for all them, of them to be stolen. Yeah. So uh, this was something. So wait, all the Bibles you find in hotels. So did like are Gideon's because, group just run out of money? It's possible. But like, are all of them like? Has this been not happening for a long time, and these are all just relics of hotels being very tolerant of people leaving stuff in drawers? No, 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 no. So, like, I think, I think probably actually what happened is like the Gidgens. People started complaining to housekeeping, like, "Hey, you missed this Bible. Uh, how I, how can I believe this room is clean if there's still a goddamn Bible lying around? <laughs> the dirtiest book of all." <laughs> Uh, so uh, oh, how many how many previous people leafed through this oh thing with their God. grimy if fingers? You run over a hotel bible with a black light. <laughs> yeah, no, I imagine. Oh, that uh, actually probably is a yeah. thing. No, oh that's, yeah, that's yeah, definitely that's true. true. Oh, how um, many serial killers have? <laughs> and how many? <laughs> and how many like sex couples have used it to ironically prop something up? <laughs> um, but no. So here's what I suspect happened. Okay. I suspect that, like, the Gidgen folks were just like, you know what? We'll purchase your Bibles if you can't afford to leave them in your hotel rooms. Right. And then hoteliers were like, fuck it. I can cut out all of my Bible budget. The Gidgen's folks will bring it to me. And then the Gidgen people got word of it, and they're like, oh, hell no. You got to do your part. <laughs> and then they're like, no, you bring them to us. And they're like, well, we won't even do that anymore. See how well your hotel on the Las Vegas Strip does without a Bible in it. <laughs> Oh, that explains why I keep hearing all of these, like, Gideon group people talking about hotels as welfare queens. Yep. Um, so I've started discovering in Southern California, I've been in uh, four hotel rooms in Southern California in the last year. Uh-huh. Wow. Um, I've, be nice. Two of the four hotel rooms did not have Bibles because Southern California is godless. Mm. Right. Um, Two of the four hotel rooms yeah. had the Bahava Gita in it instead of a Bible. <laughs> wow. Um, which I supported. Sure. Sure. Uh, Bunch of goddamn Hollywood sodomites. <laughs> uh, Sorry. Like, one of them, I'm like, hey, I got this hotel room because it's near a beach and I'm here to just hang out and do nothing. I worked most of the time. Sure. But, uh, <laughs> but I also forgot one of the two books that I was going to read while I was on vacation. So I'm just like, you know what? I'm going to crack open this Bahava Gita. Uh, uh, How'd that work out? It's fine. It's interesting enough. Sure. I, I weirdly never read it before. Is that weird? Yeah, it's weird. I think I have a copy of it. I viewed myself as woke in high school. Sure. I should have been reading it at like coffee shops and showing it around to people <laughs> to make sure they saw what I was reading. Don't you find me interesting? Look at this non-Christian religious-ish text I'm reading. <laughs> this is a quite a tan, like a veer off to another uh, subject matter. Sure. Here's a question I have about our recent uh, uh, media circus. Okay. All right. So uh, the DJT. Uh, yeah. He's. You know, he's shooting off executive orders like he's jizzing on a hotel Bible. By the way, I thought yeah. you said family circus, so I started picturing Donald Trump <laughs> dri- <laughs> drawn by Bill Kane. <laughs> with like with like a like a cloth diaper kind of sagging. I mean, Bill, I didn't do it. I mean Bill Keane Senior, like if you just actually Bill Keane Senior, if you 
took Bill Keen Sr. Wait, wait, the you're character. Gonna have to, you're gonna have to offer some context for this. Is it? Is the family circus like a like a father and son legacy type of thing? Kinda. Like there are often. Sometimes it'd be like, oh, Billy drew this week's comic, and it's like Billy the character. So, like, the dad is the Bill of the comic. Okay. And is there an actual person, Bill Keen Jr.? I think so. I think he he took over Family Circus. Is he a comic auteur? I wouldn't say he's an auteur. That's no. That's what. That's just the demonym for. Oh. That's not the right word there, but uh, <laughs> the descriptor for people that draw comics. Comicateur. Sure. Yes. He. He's a comicateur. Yeah. Okay. This is a now complete other tangent. But now that I'm thinking <laughs> about it, if you took Bill Keen Senior, the dad character in Family Circus, right, uh-huh. and just like wrangled him through the worst aspects of life, and he like really hit the bottle hard. Sure. Lost his family. Why would he hit the bottle? And he has just, family circus to respond sure. to life's little picadillos. <laughs> My point is, <clears throat> what really all I'm saying is that Stephen Bannon looks like Bill Keith Senior. If his life <laughs> oh, fell apart, gotcha. yeah, got it. Uh, anyway, Steve Bannon looks like yeah, got it. Uh, okay, so with the okay, so when he's signing the orders, yeah. and he's like very slowly and robotically like displaying them at various angles. Is that? I like, imagine does anyone actually want him to do that, or does he only, just feel like that yeah. is a service he needs so to provide? I was just going to lean in. Like, yes, I, I was just going to lean into that. I I only see it. You all, you almost always only see it either silently, like as like B roll on yeah. CNN or in still photos. Right. And I imagine that every time he's going ah ah <laughs> ah. That's what I ah? yeah yeah. That's what I'm trying to figure out. Like, is anyone actually being like like Kellyanne Conway's show, back there? Like, bring it over here. Like, show the. Like, whispering in his ear, sir, you don't need to make that sound every time. (laughs) And then, like, four hours later, she's on TV, and she's like, what you fail to understand, Wolf Blitzer, is that the only traditional way to do this in America, to prove that you don't hate America, is to make the sound. What people forget is it's in the Constitution. It doesn't say you have to. It suggests in the Constitution, in the 23rd Amendment... And in Article 2, that you make the sound every time. Yeah. That's that's my Kellyanne Conway impression. Very good. Did you hear my great Donald Trump impression before? No. Uh, oh. When it was, when I said I didn't do it, even though it's not me, the character in, from Family Circus. <laughs> oh, no. yeah. No, I got it. I got it. I think, well, I think but, there are like three ghosts, right? Yeah, like, there's not me. They, oh shit! Yeah, there are three guys. <laughs> I didn't do it. Uh, <laughs> wait, is there a whole Simpsons episode cribbed from Family Circus? <laughs> they did do. I think they did do the thing where like he does a dotted line around all the, over the place at some point. Yeah, but. maybe that was the dog. Oh yeah. Yeah, no, I think there's a whole like that whole rapping Bart Simpson. I didn't do it thing is cribbed from Family Circus. <laughs> right. Like it's a it's updated for the future right. of the nineties. <laughs> Max Headroom, right. Crystal Pepsi, you guys, yeah, the yeah. future of the nineties, yeah, space cars or whatever, yeah. Um, I think we'd given up on that by the nineties, right? Like space the cars? future, the future didn't include like flying cars and like and well, like, uh, we had like space we, bubbles and shit. We hadn't given up on doing uh, bits about how hey, where are flying cars? Right. Yeah. Um. Uh, I feel like the 90s were like, 
they they did want everything to kind of look like the future in the nineties. Yeah. But it was like a real big hole in the like futurism predicting the future bullshit that like humanity is so obsessed with. Sixties, mm. seventies, even into the eighties, back to the future. Well, futurism oh. predicting the future requires optimism, and the '90s was about not having optimism. It wasn't about pessimism, right? It was just right. about yeah. not having optimism, <laughs> right? You guys, let's all I could just take or leave tomorrow. Yeah. <laughs> let's all just take it one day at a time. Um, was that from the '90s? One day at a time? Uh, I don't think so. I mean, not the TV show. Oh, because it was futurism from the '80s. <laughs> In the yeah. '90s, people are just going to take it one day at a time, right? I'm. Fearful that people are still currently being like, hey, now we're ready for those rocket cars. Let's get it going. Like, I don't like pe- that people are still into the idea and now we could actually, like, do it. Oh, yeah, no. Uh, oh, your the- concern is that someone will make one? I think it will be a. Like, my biggest concern is that it's going to be annoying. <laughs> oh, so, sure. like, I don't want. I don't want them. Yeah. I don't want. I want one. Sure. I don't want anyone else to have one. Yeah. So in, uh, you know, Minnesota has the, like, Independence Party, the third party thing. Yeah. Uh-huh. And they're part of, like, a national coalition of, like, weird centrist third parties that are basically kind of one national party. Yeah. Uh-huh. But in their platform, they demand that the government have personal rapid transit. Like, rocket cars on rails. Literally rocket rods. Yeah. Um, Rocket rods, for long longtime listeners of the show will remember, uh... I think. I'm sure we've talked about it. I'm pretty sure. I don't, uh, I don't remember this. Uh, Rocket Rods. It would have been like f- like first few episodes probably. Oh, wow. Rocket Rods are a thing that Mike and I and no one else loved. <laughs> uh, they were a terrible ride at Disneyland mm. that only at- lasted very briefly. And they were just little fast pod cars that were on a rail that weren't like, it wasn't a roller coaster. Right. It just moved flat. Kind of fast. The thrill was not from the ride itself. The uh-huh. thrill was from experiencing transportation of the future. Uh-huh. And they were they. This wasn't like the monorail thing where they're like, "This is the transportation of the future," and they were kind of right actually. But like, uh-huh. uh, uh, but like it was like the like whole line for the ride, which was incredibly ro- long for no reason. Yeah. Uh, Oh, it's the future. Was this explanation of how, like... Speaking of, like, if there's an incredibly long line, you haven't solved the transportation issue. (laughs) Correct. (laughs) Um, uh, But it was just this, like, like, very dense explanation about how, like, hey... This isn't like the monorail. We're actually going to build this shit, and it will be Disney's gift to transportation. Yeah. We're going to build it, and it will be our gift to you, Anaheim, California. <laughs> Guess how many they built? The eight that they put in the park and then took out immediately because no one liked it. What's there now? Uh, some sort of Buzz Lightyear shoot 'em up Buzz Lightyear is space rods. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Uh, but they've replaced. They kept the track. Fire torpedoes that have people in them. Yeah, yeah. They've kept the track, but they've replaced the torpedo-shaped cars that two people sat in uh-huh. uh, to prove that they could go super fast. They went like thirty miles an hour. Sure. Um, uh, but they re- could go fast. Yeah. They've replaced the torpedo-shaped cars with like things that look like uh, that kind of look like Buzz Lightyear-ized uh, cars from like the Haunted Mansion. But yeah. they have little, like, laser guns on them, and you play laser tag with, like, a target thing of aliens, like mm. a shooting gallery of aliens as you move through it. So it's not so much tag. No, it's laser shoot. 
<laughs> a gallery. Laser shooting gallery. There was a... When I worked at the Library of uh, Architecture oh. in college... Ah, shit. I didn't mean to prove this one. <laughs> I'll wait. Surprise, idiots! You thought it was going to come in at 38 minutes. 20 minutes in, and it's not even the right theme song. We do still have surprises. Oh, this one is so unsettling. I did not mean to put this one in. I like to wait quietly I, for I don't, it. I don't want to. We can ignore this. We can just talk over it. Uh, right. You guys going to watch Rings? No. You guys going to go watch <laughs> Rings? Why would we do that? <laughs> That's the best theme song, you guys. Oh. God, that's terrible. It's so gross. I apologize, listeners. Uh, <clears throat> God, it's such a great theme song. I should really, like, label... There's one, all, like, I, labeled I should, theme songs, like, one through six or something I really like need that. to change the name of the one we actually use to the actual theme song I'm just or gonna, something like I'm that. I'm just going to change it again. I'm making a new theme song. Oh, oh what? Season four? This announcement? Oh, this is announcement. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> season four? Pending? Well, pending season, season four, four is... Pending. Nice. <laughs> Exciting. Wow. Pending. Yeah. I mean, of course, we have to go to season four because, as our listeners know, all of our seasons are exactly like two years and uh, like five weeks or something, even though that's impossible on a fortnightly schedule. Yeah. No. No, it doesn't, it doesn't have to be. Like, because we could like record early one week or some shit. <laughs> Whoa. Sure. We'll work that out. I, I the, guess. The uh, the season premiere is always recorded a week early. <laughs> we put up like a tweet that says... Uh, Wait, but if it's just... Season over. <laughs> oh, sure. <laughs> oh, yeah. No. Yeah. You should assume that like that like the week after an episode drops is the week of that episode. Yeah. And the week before an episode drops is the ramp up to it. I'm really So the season could end in the middle. About that theme song. Oh, I feel good about it. I'm so distracted. (sighs) It's a great theme song. (laughs) It's not. It it really doesn't work for the whole, like, surprise theme song (laughs) thing. And then it's just specifically very quiet and mostly just ambient noise. And so here's here's the problem with it. I created a dripping sound out of, like, fucking up a woodblock sound. Yeah. But, like, when it... When it kind of plays in like low res like this and like super all compressed up, just sounds like a woodblock again. <laughs> kind of, yeah. Like I put some like I put some like uh, field recording of like like you know running trickling water underneath it, sure, hmm. to prove that it was in a dank cave, right? Uh, um, that I was either trapped or jerking off in. <laughs> Still unclear to me. Uh, it was designed to allow listeners to make up their own mind, make their own choice. Yep. Oh, gross. It's like... Uh, you'd be surprised at how many people come up to me on the street and say, I chose jerking off. Yeah. <laughs> you know, that classic game, Trapped or Jerking Off. <laughs> yeah, there's that Edgar Allan Poe short story about it. Yeah. There was that failed daytime game show from a couple years ago. You know, back in the not pessimistic, but certainly not optimistic yeah, 90s. with <laughs> joint host Steve Harvey and Drew Carey. Oh. Oh, God, that's just four first names. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Who's who? Steve Carey was uh, uh, Steve Carey was the St. Louis Cardinals play-by-play okay. broadcaster for, for quite some time. Nobody cares. His father was Harry Carey. Nobody that's cares. It's really fun information. I think it was St. Louis Cardinals. Baseball fan of the show. Uh, there must be... Oh, Swiss. Yeah, I was going to say Swiss. Let, us, let me know if I'm wrong, Swiss. 
when you catch up to this episode. Like, is like he behind? Five years from now, when your child is more independent. <laughs> right. Is he behind? Oh, that breaks my heart. Uh, yeah. I mean, it's weird. I mean, if should we start recording shorter episodes so Swiss can catch up? Aww. Swiss, your kid, uh, what do you really need to hear? <laughs> yeah, right? Like, oh. you could change a diaper. Like... It, what's what's the kid even named? Is it named How Could Their Show Be Bad? If so, I don't even care if he catches up. If it's not, I don't care if he catches up. I feel like I feel like it's not our place to reveal the name of Oh, Swiss's absolutely child. not. That's why I jumped in there quickly before leaving that space. But I do think that her official name on the podcast should be How Could This Show Be Bad Junior. <laughs> yeah. It is now. Wow. Poor thing. How could poor? How could the show be bad, Junior? Yes. The kids can call you Habajoju. <laughs> That's not even close. Yeah, but I felt good about it. <laughs> I felt real good about it. All right. Um, can we talk about the Bible again? Uh, <laughs> I didn't talk about the thing I wanted to talk about the Bible. I talked about a Bible. stack of Bibles. Bible. Bible. <laughs> yeah, it is hard to say without a Southern accent. <laughs> Bible. Uh. So, okay, so. The Bible yes. is like, in theory, history, right? Sure. Um, And hang in here with me. Don't negate the premise just yet, Dan. I uh, said, sure. Uh, <laughs> you know, the classic improv game, sure, period. <laughs> um, uh, so it's in theory, history, and I can, I'm okay with this, right? Like, stories get stretched out and exaggerated and kind of, even just in some instances, kind of cut out of whole cloth just to teach you a lesson in history. Yeah. Especially right. back then they did. Where it loses me and where the Bible literal, literalists lose me. Yeah. Because, like, you can you can look at it and be like, no, there were totally people when there were dinosaurs. Like, you just scooted that fossil over, you monster. Right? <laughs> like, um, or, yeah, the people fossils are always on top of the dinosaur fossils because the people were riding the dinosaurs. That's how history works. Like... Like, there are, they're not convincing explanations. Right. But there are explanations for how all of the history in the Bible could be only, like, slightly exaggerated. I, can I, can we take a sidebar for a second? I love that idea where the people were riding the dinosaurs and then either they died while the person, like, jumped, like, hundreds of feet into the air <laughs> and then they both died and were buried or, like, some sort of geological process just like very slowly pushed the human skeletons upper like closer and closer to the surface of the earth well because this is actually a like if you only know third grade science there's a fairly convincing explanation here sure, sure. yeah because like when you die yeah. your bowels release and so that oh. you know <laughs> gets between so they you like and the dinosaur poop rocket themselves up <laughs> above the dinosaur cuz they're lighter yeah um, and then the dinosaurs are weighed down by all that poop. Yeah. Yeah. So, okay. So here's what I'm saying. Like, does, if you, uh, does this if you are come a back to dinosaur poop at some point? It, I'll bring it back around. Don't worry. <laughs> you're making it's a lot. bong water. You're making, yeah. you're making I'm going to bring it all back around. <laughs> I always do, you guys. Uh-huh. So if you're a literalist that believes this, yeah. fine. Like, I'll even grant you that there was some exaggeration and some stuff that was like, that was like made up to like, to like, teach an important lesson like the like you know it it was like a thing that happened and it was a good allegory but it didn't necessarily involve jesus or whatever so you like kind of poured it onto him to teach a lesson fine like we think we believe a lot of things about abe lincoln that weren't true sure oh and that's not that long ago uh name one thing uh he had a beard 
What? There's no skeletal evidence of a beard. <laughs> oh no. Um. Uh. But like, uh, so if you if you believe that is a literalist, fine. Like I don't agree with you. Yeah. But that's okay. Like, and like, yeah, sure. Like, turn water into wine. The, Maybe there's a little bit of magic in it, but search deep in your soul, both of you and anyone listening to this. Like, you believe, you definitely believe that a long time ago, there was some magic shit. Like, there was castles and maybe there was some magic. There were pyramids, (laughs) maybe some magic. Right? Like, like you you haven't totally rationalized that out of your heart. Right. Maybe out of your mind, but not out of your heart. So fine. You could believe all that literally. But then it predicts the future. The Bible then goes on to predict the future. You are insisting to me that this is a literal historical text, and then it predicts the future. Spent a lot of time laying a foundation for this twist at the end. Like Unbreakable. Oh, shit. Yeah. Like, Mr. Glass returns to the earth. With his seven heads, seven diadems. Yeah. And, like, if you cut one head off, it grows two more dog heads that are also lizards. I may be confusing religions here. <laughs> um, but how, I, like, <clears throat> I'm, only, I'm only, like, agog about this because I just realized it. <laughs> I'm sure someone has been upset about this before, Christopher Hitchens. What? Sure. Uh, like, but you're like, yeah, this is literally the truth. Also, it predicts the future. Wrongly. Maybe we don't understand how counting works. I just wonder, like, how they selected from, like, all of the, like, crazy, like, revelation-style predictions yeah. to just choose the one revelation. Right? Like, just, like... It's probably somebody's, like, nephew. I mean, it's it's actually pretty well documented how they did it. How many... How many like bees with scorpion stingers makes this unbelievable? It was locusts with the face of men and the tails of scorpions. Right. Uh So you're saying that other versions had too many locusts, and it's just like no one's gonna buy this. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but let's get less locusts, but make them scarier, you yeah. guys. Uh no, but wasn't it like Nicaea that they like determined what went in? I don't know. I think that's right. Uh, and they're like, it's a fairly well-documented process. Oh, yeah. I mean, yeah, they've done it. They've got a lot of meetings that they documented. I think what Mike is saying is, regardless of the process, like, what made this particular one? Like, oh, yeah, this for is sure. The, this is it. For sure. I'm just saying, we could look. We could go look at the documentation and look for clues. Does that mean that the other ones were just, like, so much more bonkers? There's one, yeah, there's like, literally one where, like... Maybe all of the other ones just, like, explicitly said, fuck the emperor... Right. And yeah, that they was were, the problem. They were a little too like uh direct about it. There's there is literally one that predicts that at some point in time around the year like 300 AD mm-hmm. or something like that, all intelligent people will just climb up on giant poles and sit there until they starve to death uh to be with the Lord and then humanity ends. Huh. Like that doesn't really have the same sexiness. Yeah, as, maybe it's not in there because it was, was only like eight sentences long. That was a thing people were doing back then, right? Like, uh, but and there, climbing there was, poles. Like, yeah, yeah there like, was this, that was that was like a holy thing to you would just be on top of a pole and like people would like bring you food because oh, what a holy person! He's just gonna sit, sit there on, on that, that pole. pole. 
But like you couldn't get to it because you there were on the so pole. There were so many David Blaines yeah. back then. I know, and like and like there was a legit fear amongst at least one dude who wrote this thing yeah. that eventually it would become such an attractive thing to do right. that all of humanity would do it, and there would be no one to bring them food, and they'd starve to <laughs> death. He did the math and was like, by the year three hundred, there will be enough poles for everyone. <laughs> My God. Yeah, and like you know, there's a there's like a government committee somewhere wondering if like we should maybe curtail pole production. Yeah, so that I guess yeah, that actually that's my next. They're question. like, think of all the practical things we need poles for. <laughs> We're just gonna have to rely on the logic and goodness of people. I don't know how big the damn pole secular was. government. How big was the pole? Yeah, probably like eight feet. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, like, like, it's probably just like, oh, oh no, no. But I also like, want like he wants diameter. I want, yeah. Oh. Like, like, you had to sit cross-legged on those bad boys. Like, you're wondering if it was, like, the, uh, like, weird, I don't know, like... Oh, if there was a little platform up there? Or if it was, like, some, like, weird, like, maybe potentially racist, like, Yogi cartoon character. Not Yogi Bear, like a a Yogi. Yeah, yeah, I got it. Like, just, like, sitting on a tiny stick. That bends and wobbles? Yeah. Yeah. Is that what you're saying? Yeah, basically. I mean, are you basically trying? Are you trying to get to? Are you just walking around like? Did they just sit on the pole and have a pole up their ass? No, that, that was saying? not where I was going. Yeah, like was there a little platform on top of it? I mean, I assume. Like, like I'm picturing like anywhere from like koala bear lifestyle. Yeah. To you know, I'm just gonna lay out on this like giant platform. Why was it a trick that David Blaine sat on a pole for a while? <laughs> Cause like he, he had a couple tricks that he's like, I'm just going to be here I'm gonna for be a in while. This, I'm going to be in this ice. I'm going to be in ice. I'm yeah, I mean, he cube. did get frozen in ice. I'm going to be in this cube for a while. Right. I'm going to... Frozen yeah. in ice is pretty cool, right? Sure. Yeah. I mean, that one takes, like, not dying. <laughs> Assuming he was actually frozen in ice, which I'm sure he wasn't. Yeah. But, like... Well, right. Otherwise, you know, we've we've got that whole... Uh, we've got that whole keep people alive until you find a cure for cancer thing going. Yeah. Oh yeah! Wait a minute. Why didn't? Why wasn't that? You heard it here for, first, folks. David <laughs> Blaine has cancer. <laughs> yeah. Why wasn't That's that? A fun... Why wasn't? That... Or is a cancer? I don't know. I don't know. Shouldn't that have been a bigger deal? Like, shouldn't have? Shouldn't everyone have been like, "Hey, David Blaine, stop hoarding cryogenic technology." You no, asshole. because no one believe. Come on. <laughs> what? I I still don't I just don't understand why like being in a cage I was in a cage for eight days you guys Magic. like it's it must be mad John McCain was in a cage for like eleven years <laughs> he's magic too oh yes he's yeah, like an old like, wizard shouldn't, really magic shouldn't yeah. the magic be like like people are like oh okay now you you lock this uh, you lock this straitjacket on me right, okay right now uh, now. Dunk me in water. Now yep. freeze the water. Yep. Now I escape from the water ice. Yeah, that'd be straight cool. Straight Like, shouldn't you be the one escaping from the ice instead of just sitting there until someone breaks you out? Right, I guess. That's like a whole new approach to magic. I guess it's not the same trick. And you're just like, well, I guess I'll just stay trapped here. <laughs> or jerk off. Yeah. <laughs> trapped or jerk off. Don't freeze my hand. Don't freeze my hand. <laughs> Speaking of John McCain being an old wizard, I was just talking to this It's called people. a snow job. I was just talking to someone yesterday about this, where, uh, like, if we were talking about uh, how, like, you know, the British Parliament is built in such a way where there's, like, that distance between the two sides that's just, like, the distance of a weapon or yeah. whatever. Two let dudes it, let, holding swords yeah. at arm's length. 
Let it be known that Dan <laughs> illustrated that by like holding out like a two like inch like apart his, fingers. His yeah. two fingers. Well, it's like I'm picturing like a little diorama version that oh, I can gotcha. like, okay. look at on my table. Anyway, so we were talking like about you're going to try to flick a paper football through. Yeah. So we were saying that like now here in America, like the political uh, theater has taken a turn where like maybe John McCain should start doing like a little sort of like a like a magician character thing where he like acts like he's way more feeble than he is and just starts using a walking stick but only so that he has it available to him For to fighting? knock other yep. Republicans on the head. <laughs> like a shillelagh. Yeah. Oh, I thought this was gonna like turn into like a Willy Wonka and the Char- Chocolate Factory thing. Which like, part? Where he like, like blows a, where, where he like, like plays a fight, oh, where he like and, tumbles yeah. over oh. and then j- gets up and then kills a bunch of children. Oh, <laughs> yeah. I thought he played a fight and a bunch of midgets came out and fought <laughs> and fought for John McCain's honor. I mean, that would be amazing. Yeah, but I mean, only a powerful wizard could do that. Right. Only the type of powerful wizard that could predict the future. <gasps> oh. Why? How? It's it just upsets me, you guys. <laughs> Has John McCain predicted the future? I mean. I don't know. <laughs> I was back on this Bible thing. Oh, sure. What was I supposed to bring the Bible back to? Uh, bong well, water, bong water yeah. drinking. One and... thing that I thought was like, you mentioned turning water into wine. You could have just made it bong water. I was, and that's you... what I was going to go with it. Yeah, but then I got distracted again. That was the well, that was the point of looping back around to do that water to wine thing. <laughs> I got distracted again. Let's just assume I did it. What's up, YouTube? It's me, JC. Dude. Today I'm going to teach you how to clean out your bong and have a great time with it. First, get your bong water. Then turn it into wine. Oh. Bong wine. <laughs> Done. But also, like, the son of God. And you should be nice <laughs> to each other. If you turn your bong water into bong wine, isn't that going to make it more difficult to clean your bong? I don't know. You get it out of the bong first. Yeah. That's why Dan said, first, you get your bong water. Yeah. You might get it out. Uh, I, didn't say okay. get, I didn't say grab your bong full of water. I yeah. see. You mean your tobacco Look, water pipe. The Bible can be interpreted in a lot of different <laughs> That's ways. That's still a law. What? Like, do you still have to, like, like, there's like a, I don't even know if that was ever a law. Oh, where you, I like, think that was just a thing that high school kids said. Have to be like, this is for tobacco, wink. Yeah, yeah. like, you weren't, you, like, were literally legally You're not, not allowed to say, to say the word. Shit. If you say wink, you can still be arrested. Yeah, you were literally not allowed to say the word bong inside of a store that sold bongs. Right. I... That may have just been high school apocalypse. Yeah, that might not have been a law at any point in time. Yeah, I don't know. We didn't spend enough time in bong stores. We were not popular in high school. (laughs) Wait, that's popular? That was being popular in high school was hanging out in bong stores? I imagine. Did I just misinterpret popularity? I think you were also not popular in high school, Dan. I I think that view of popularity may have uh, been part of uh, the problem. (laughs) That's true. Like... All the popular kids always kicking it in bong stores. <laughs> oh, look at this. look at these kids. Oh, they always know what to wear and what to say. They must be in bong stores all the time. Bong stores sell clothes all the time. <laughs> they must they must really be learning a lot from <laughs> from all of those like twenty year old the wizened men that <laughs> staff bong stores. Yeah, right. yeah, I mean, I think we can say with one hundred percent confidence that. Bong store proprietors were always the most popular kids in their high school. For sure. Yeah. I mean, if you were in high school and also owned a bong store. Well, that's not what I'm saying. That would make you popular, right? But that's not what I'm saying. I'm saying when you have the upward mobility of being the most popular kid in high school, that's going to propel you all the way to the top where you are the owner of your own (laughs) bong store. This is making a lot of sense. That is how America works. Right. 
This is making a lot of so. I oh, actually. I'm don't... sure that Donald Trump decided to become president as a stepping stone to, to own his, his own, own Absolutely. I'm. I'm now actually curious about this. Yeah. Either now, when we were in high school, or at any time in like modern cool kid history. Yes. Uh, like anytime post Riverdale Archies. Yeah. Um, you know, after Happy Days. Sure. Yeah. Uh, do cool kids, popular kids, do they do they do bong rips? <laughs> is that a thing that is associated with coolness in high school? I mean, I feel like I feel like it's all about that vape life now. Yeah, vape niche. <laughs> Fuck you both. <laughs> but like, okay, so hey, let's take the, it's a, it's an obnoxious thing to say, but I think it's also true. I but also like, think, let's yeah. take let's take the digital replacement for sweet bong. Rips, is there a, is there a vape bong? Is there like a like I think, a yeah. bong that's just like oh, you mean that's like, like it's, it's size just, and it's shape bong of, shaped, but it's just another oh, oh probably yeah. I'm sure, but like that's dumb. Like <laughs> I mean, yeah, there has to be because like that's just the next step between because like you know the the. We already had the vaporizers that are basically just like little, like, uh, like mechanical toys. You know what I mean? Where like you take a puff and like a little windmill goes and like oh, yeah. tiny. It's like a clock. Like tiny people circle around. Yeah, and they bow. like they like saw some weed <laughs> right. and like yeah. There's a little baker. <laughs> like a a woman like rings a weed bell yeah. and like another woman like brings you weed brownies. Yeah, weed ring <laughs> ring the weed bell. It's weed o'clock. <laughs> oh, uh, that's actually a thing. Yeah, it is. God, no. I don't know where that thing came from either. Weed o'clock. The four twenty thing. Oh, I have no uh, idea. I don't know where that thing came from either. I bet the internet would tell us. Or I bet the internet would tell us like eleven different wrong answers. Yeah. Um. Take that internet. But yeah, like internet. But do like do like the popular kids do the drugs? Is that the, a thing? Yes. I don't know, but they don't do them in like. Such a way where it is their main identity. Like when popular kids have parties that we are not invited to. Yeah. Are there drugs at those parties? Oh, I feel like for sure. popular kids do the drugs when it is requested by other popular kids. Right. Hey, do you want to do some drugs? Yes. I am popular. <laughs> Got it. Right. Like, I just, it never occurred to me that, like, it's not necessarily part of the identity of cool kids in, like, pop culture. Yeah. But it's not not part of the identity of cool kids in pop culture. Right. Maybe right. they're so popular because they figured out a way to do drugs in a great amount of moderation. <laughs> Maybe. Like, I only get the good effects of doing drugs. <laughs> they're, they're Friends. They're the daywalkers of drug use. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe that's why they're so popular. Oh, man, the system is rigged against us, you yeah, guys. Yeah, it is. Because you know what happens when I do drugs? You I try look... to roller skate up, ice skate uphill? Ice, ice skate, skate just up? skate uphill. Ice skate. Some motherfuckers are always trying to skate uphill. Ice skate. He doesn't say ice it's skate. It's ice skate. I disagree. I just watched the movie Blade <laughs> on New Year's Eve. Did you go through the whole wow. trilogy? Yes. Wow, you are very clearly not a popular kid. <laughs> Um, Did uh, a friend of mine invited me to what he called New Blades Eve? <laughs> in which he... I I mean, like, look, I, at risk of offending someone I like, that friend sucks. <laughs> I think it's hilarious. Uh, most people, including me, left before Blade Three started. Ah. Uh, so when did the ball drop in the middle of Blade? Oh. Z uh. <sighs> 
Were you just too engrossed in a Blade Two? Well, we had to stop the movie because he had also built like a little website (laughs) that had a countdown clock. What? Why? And because he could, you know, my friends widget. Yeah, you widget that bad boy. But I mean, like, there's a widget for that. So you're custom building a countdown clock. Yeah. You can't include like the Blade movie, like streaming well, onto it. There are pictures of Blade in the oh, okay, and then once it hit zero, yeah, Blade's head bounced around with techno music in the background <laughs> to celebrate the new I, year. I don't think there's a widget for that. <laughs> and then, yeah, after you guys finished up like clinking glasses and stuff, yeah, and someone pressed play again, yeah, what was happening on screen? I don't know. Uh... I don't remember. You weren't spending that whole time being like, what's going to happen next after uh, a- after that like vampire's mouth opened sideways? Yeah. I think we were farther into it. Than oh, that. yeah. I forgot about that. That was cool. It's a ridiculous. <laughs> it's a ridiculous movie. Hey, you guys remember Dracula 2000? I remember it existing. I don't remember what it was. Y- yeah. That's Omar Epps was in well. it. Was he Dracula 2000? I don't believe so, but it led to the greatest. Uh, it led to the greatest uh, clip setup on a late night talk show ever. What was that? Uh, Omar Epps was on Conan. Yeah, pitching Bra- Dracula two thousand. Yeah, right. Conan said, "We have a clip here. Do you want to set up the clip?" He said, "For sure." Conan, and then he paused, and Conan said, "Go ahead." And he said, "Something gonna happen." <laughs> <laughs> and then they went to the clip. That was it. It was a great way to set up a clip. That's amazing. That's great. Um. That's that's literally the only thing I remember about that movie. Also, I think a Dracula lived inside of a bank vault. Whoa. I think that's also a possibility. Like, basically, the plot of that movie is like uh, Dracula wakes back up in the year 2000? Yeah, probably. And he, and he, like, doesn't understand at first, but then gets totally into the band The Prodigy, I'm guessing, for some reason. Sure. <laughs> Based on when the movie was made. Sure. sure. Um, oh, isn't there... Isn't that one of the uh isn't that one of the later like Anne Rice Dracula or vampire movies that they made too? Like he wakes up, now he's in Guns N' Roses. <laughs> yeah. What? Yeah. That's pretty much the plot of Vampire Lestat. He's in Guns N' Roses? <laughs> well, not Guns N' Roses specifically, but like But basically. Yeah. <laughs> and they, that that one's a movie, right? Yeah. The, uh wait. Yeah. It is? I think. There's a really pale dude with like puffy hair named Stuart. That is a dra- that is a Dracula in or that wait, movie. Or wait, that's they made like Queen, Queen of the, of the Damned, Damned, right? Yeah, but is he's the like same thing. I yes, I think so. I think he's. Uh, I don't remember. Yeah, I don't know. Who cares? I mean, Wait, call, but I think he's. But I call think he's our in, mutual friend Bob, who yeah. like loves those movies. I think he's in. Uh, I think he's in Guns and Roses. Right. Okay. Or like replaced Scott Weiland in Stone Temple Pilots. Well, sure, sure. Called it something else. Yeah. Um. Uh, which is a good move for Stone Temple Pilots. They're not getting burned again. This one's going to live forever. Yeah. Scott Wiley um, definitely looked like he could be a Dracula. Yeah, but he also died. Right. Which is decidedly un-Dracula-like behavior. Indeed. Unless it was in the you know full light of the sun. Yeah. or if Which he, clearly he had never seen. Or yeah. if he got staked by pure silver by a cool nope, dude you're thinking in a trench of coat. You're thinking of werewolves. I'm talking about the Blade franchise. The rules are different. Yeah, why the do they fran- have to have silver? I don't know. How many people were left over at uh, New Blade's Eve? Fuck, I hate that. <laughs> How many people were left over at New Blade's Eve by the time that he started with the, uh, oh, these are the, these are the post-log epilogue? 
Epilogue. These are the epilogue motion comics that go with the movies at like 5.30 a.m. <laughs> I don't know. I wasn't there. Those are probably When things. did you leave? Did you watch all of Blade 2? Yeah. And then we knew it was coming next. We're like, all right. I don't know if I've ever seen Blade 3. Is Steven Dorff in it? No. Then I'm out. I haven't seen Blade 3 either. But why would Steven Dorff? He exploded. In the first one. But Spoiler alert. He's a yeah. Dracula. No, but he was super exploded. But he's a Dracula, That's you guys. Is Harvey Keitel in it? It seems Ooh. like Harvey Keitel should replace Stephen Dorff. Oh, that would be interesting. That'd be great. Like, that's a weird thing. But tell me that you don't believe, <laughs> at least a little bit, that Harvey Keitel and Stephen Dorff tend to end up up for the same parts. Oh, that is a It's weird really thing. weird, but it's kind of true. Hey, give me your blood. Hey. That's hey. <laughs> hey, Blade. Get out of here. <laughs> <laughs> We do great Harvey Keitel yeah, impressions. Yeah, we do. I don't know. I Remember feel that like... time I was naked in a bathtub in that movie that Stephen Dorff was also in, uh, City of Industry? Oh. I feel like not giving a shit is a pretty good Harvey Keitel impression, right? <laughs> I mean, Tim Roth is, uh, his life, unless Tim Roth's life is threatened. Right. Yeah, then you just sing everything for some reason. <laughs> Say it with me. Give me your blood. <laughs> oh, that's an Oprah impression. Yeah. <laughs> Look under your seat. Give me your blood. Blade three was the film, dude. the The last episode of Oprah was weird. Yeah. <laughs> Blade three was the film uh, where Blade two made more money than I'm sure anyone was expecting it to. Like more than zero dollars, exactly. Yes. And then it made some money. Uh, Fuck it. We'll give some dudes jobs for a while. We'll break even. And then somebody, probably someone who is sick of dealing with Wesley Snipes, Steve Mnuchin. <laughs> yeah. Probably. Was like, okay. Do you guys both know who that is? Yeah. Well, I mean. Dude, he's, secre- like- he's going to be secretary of the thing. Um, but he's also <laughs> like a movie he producer. He produced a bunch of movies back in the day. All right. And I, by, by back in the day, I mean like a couple years ago. Yeah, like he <laughs> made like the last Wolverine movie. Yeah. He made like, yeah, he. he yeah. Like the Wolverine movie before this Wolverine movie? The, yeah, like, not, not Logan. Yeah. Like he made like the Avengers series in junk. Yeah. And by made, it, he threw money at it. Yeah, sure. he's the executive producer. And by that, they mean guy that's not afraid of losing money in case he might make some. Right. Anyway, Blade 3 is the one where someone was like, okay, Blade 2 made some money. People love Blade. They want to see more Blade. Uh-huh. Let's make a movie where Blade uh-huh. shows up. Then 10 minutes into the movie, Ryan Reynolds and Jessica Biel shows up. They're like, Blade, we're going to help what? you. what? Yeah. Blade, we're going to help you. And then most of the movie is more about Ryan Reynolds and Jessica Biel. <laughs> Wait, what? And then Blade comes in every once in a while it's like, I'm going to be angry and tell you how to help kill vampires because you're bad at it. And they're like, no, we're not. He's like, yes, you are. And then they do kung fu against vampires. Right. And then Patton Oswalt shows up for like five minutes. <laughs> is Donnell Logue there? No, he's in the first one. I know, but like, <laughs> I want him back. They all died. <laughs> Yeah, I know, but like they're vamp, they're Draculas, they're vamp Draculas. But he like super kills them. That's the whole point. That's not a thing. <laughs> it is in the Blade universe. Okay, I will accept and pretty much any other Wesley Snipes movie. You can yeah. super kill people. What yeah, was the if you're one Wesley where, Snipes, like, you can super kill? What was yeah. the one where he had to fight an airplane that he was on because he didn't pay his taxes and that almost got sucked out? <laughs> I think he saved the president. Oh, I don't know. Yeah, it was might have been called Flight Something. I I totally feel was it, it was different than Air Force One. Yeah, where like that one was the president himself had to save the president. Yeah, because Steven Han- Seagal like just jumped out of the window. Also, he's Han Solo for for some reason. Yeah, 
Get off my plane. Get off my plane. I have an earring now. <laughs> uh, why did he? Why was he Jamie Gum there? <laughs> I have a cold, you guys. Uh, I think I definitely feel vaguely familiar with seeing a commercial for a Wesley Snipes is punching on a plane movie. Yeah, and like almost getting sucked out a plane hole. Yeah. Well, if I you're like on a plane and you're doing action, every action star in the nineties was in a movie where hole. they almost got sucked out a plane hole. Or I think in Schwarzenegger's case actually deliberately gets sucked out of a plane hole and then like shoots the engine and blows <laughs> up the plane while yelling you forgot your plane hole <laughs> well I don't think they did because he just used it right yeah but they forgot their plane sure <laughs> that, whoa don't ah. question those lines they're did awesome I, wait did they okay I just realized this. Did you they hire? Plane hole. I like that a lot sure you did I'm writing a movie around it <laughs> did they hire Schwarzenegger to do The Apprentice because of that one moment in True Lies where he says, you're fired, and then shoots a missile off of a jet. <laughs> oh, yeah! <laughs> that a man is, oh like, hanging Oh, my God, I think they did. How are we the first people to realize this? We broke the doors wide open on this dumb show that I don't <laughs> understand why it's still on TV. I didn't know it was. Oh, yeah. Um, which might be why they staged that thing where he and Donald Trump fought over the ratings. Oh, because they were like, hey, no one remembers this is still on TV. I didn't know. I thought it had gone off the air years before Me Donald too. Trump decided to run for president. Uh, and then they're like, oh, he has to quit being on The Apprentice. I'm like, that's still a thing? I know. That was the end of that anecdote. Yeah. I mean, it's, I mean, it's good to have a backup. Like, you know, some people are like, hey... Next year, I'm either going to be the president or I'm going to continue being a senator. Yeah. He's like, yeah, hey, next year I'm either going to be the president. Uh, or I'll be the boss of these celebrities, sort of. Yeah. Sort of. And I'll probably do that anyways because I can do whatever I want. Yeah. Literally, his first press conference was, oh, I can do whatever I want. I'm president. <laughs> yeah. I don't need to get rid of this business. Yeah. Yeah. And then he predicted the future. Yeah. It just occurred to me that... I would have been happier if he had, like, just continued being the apprentice guy while president. So he was just, like, packing his administration with, with like, with, like, old 80s metal lead singers and, like... No, Omarosa is, in fact, a part of the, uh, is, in fact, a part of the administration, she is the director of the Office of uh, Citizen Outreach or whatever, which is like, uh, which is like, Cal Penn was one of Barack Obama's like eight deputies in that office. Oh um, right. Um, but uh, you know, also qualified for the job and not in charge of it. <laughs> uh, she was also the director of African American Outreach on the campaign. Huh. Um, yeah, she has like a real job thing. <laughs> Like they, they're like, they're like, hey, America, take us seriously. Omarosa's in the administration. <laughs> also, that one time I met Steve Harvey. That was was that one of the things? Him meeting Steve Harvey? Yeah. I mean, that was a thing. Yeah. When did you mention? We don't need to go over it. I'm sure everyone else actually paid attention to things that he said. No, no, no. He like, like he made Steve Harvey come to Trump Tower and talk to him about how poor people live. Not joking. Yeah. <laughs> Um, yeah. to a, he he made Steve Harvey come and explain how poor people live to him. Hey, yeah. if you want to talk to Steve Harvey, you be a contestant. Like, right? You don't make him come to you. That's right. You go on the goddamn feud. Yeah, yeah. 
Yeah, there's, you should actually look it up, though, because there's an amazing moment where, like, when the press directs a question at Steve Harvey, uh-huh. he just makes this face where you can just see he's just like, I don't know what the fuck I'm doing. <laughs> <laughs> well, here's a question for Steve Harvey uh, that the press could have asked him but chose not to. Yeah. What the fuck are you doing no, right. here? Because <laughs> he does this weird thing where he, like, kind of and half smiles. I don't understand. But also looks like he wants to just, like, go hide in a bathroom. <laughs> I don't understand how Steve Harvey has a problem getting out of answering questions he doesn't want to answer. Right. It is built in for him. If you ask Steve Harvey a question he doesn't want to answer, and he doesn't just point off into nowhere and says, survey says, and wait for you to ask another question, then he has fucked it up. Yeah. He's given away the natural built-in advantage he yeah, had. That could have been his... That is like... That man could have been elected president on the strength of that move alone. Yeah. I love... <laughs> survey says, he just freezes there. Mr. Harvey? Mr. Harvey... Okay, fine. How would you solve the crisis? In- <laughs> oh, I have one for that. I asked a hundred American adults. Right. Ooh, maybe that's what they were talking about in Trump Tower. Just like polling. Just yeah. Like- <laughs> yeah, it's Steve Harvey and Kellyanne Conway sat down. <laughs> we asked a hundred Americans how they would solve the crisis in Crimea. The number one answer was oh, donuts. <laughs> The number two answer was, what's Crimea? <laughs> we could probably safely infer that both the number one respondents and number two respondents were wondering, what's Crimea? <laughs> <laughs> sure. But the number one respondents were at least giving it the old college try. Yeah. Oh, donuts? <laughs> huh. Do you, have they, have we they have, I don't donuts? think we've tried it. Donuts? Yeah. Like airdrop or... It, I mean, I feel like you just like like deliver them. You just like a spray of donuts. Oh, that wow! Like, like, oh no! There's some sort of horrific new war machine, and it's rolling right towards us. And now there's a conveyor belt full of fresh-made donuts <laughs> that are taking a bath in a glaze. <laughs> Welcome back to Ukraine. <laughs> yeah, that yeah, makes sense. It I mean, work. how do, how do you continue fighting when there's while eating donuts? Fresh hot donuts. And P.S. Yeah. They are fresh and hot. Yeah. So, like, your fingers are getting all sticky. You're not going to... You don't want to put that back on a gun. No, yeah, you're not exactly. going to be able to handle that gun. He's like, oh, I'm going to get glaze all over this. <laughs> it's like it's like John Lennon's way for... I'm going to have to blindfold myself, take it apart and clean it, and put it back together again. It's like John Lennon's way for avoiding war, but less embarrassing. <laughs> Which was that again? <laughs> well, Dan... Wrapping himself naked around his I'm wife? Close. I'm glad you've asked. <laughs> I'm glad you've asked. There is a time in which... Uh, uh, John Lennon was on the Dick Cavett show. Uh-huh. Oh, just put me penis in this gun. <laughs> You're not far off. He was on the Dick Cavett show, and he said something like, "Well, I'm gonna end all the wars." And like Dick Cavett, like in, Dick Cavett was a great interviewer. Yeah, because he was very good natured about everything, but he kind of didn't let you get away with too much bullshit. <laughs> yeah, it was like, okay, well, that's interesting. I'm sure our viewers would love to hear like what your plan is for that. And John Lennon's response. Totally deadpan, totally serious. Is, well, we'll take all the men that are going into the walls, and before we're going into the walls, we'll get the leaders and we'll say, hey, you men, why don't you take your trousers down? Imagine a bunch of men marching off to do wars to one another with the pants down. It wouldn't happen. <laughs> and then he just waited. <laughs> sure. And Dick Cavett said, we're going to go to break. <laughs> I mean... Like, cultures that, like, don't 
wear pants would just be... They are fearsome warriors! Yeah, yeah. they would just... They'd roll right over us. They'd take over the planet. Fix bayonets? Was that a dong joke? Yeah, it was a dong joke. (laughs) Okay, cool. (laughs) What's going on uh, with you guys in uh, the land of... Way to host, buddy! (laughs) How do you guys... What kind of stuff... (laughs) What do you like to do in your free time? Oh, my God. Well, uh, (laughs) do you want to do do the stand or you want me to? What's even happening? Do you guys like to do shows? To get, uh, what are you on, uh, stage wise? <laughs> just keep. I just want to let this. I want to let this ride. What kind of what kind of stuff? Uh, when, uh, like, like every month, you can see me. What in, do you like people to look at? In late nights, Minneapolis with Joe Rap. This month, the month of February, you can see me on Sunday, February nineteenth, in late nights, Minneapolis with Joe Rap. At the Phoenix Theater, 7.30. Tickets available at latenightsmpls.com or facebook.com slash latenightsmpls. Great. Oh, new reduced ticket prices. Oh. The same great product, slightly less expensive tickets. You know why? Because we realized that ticket prices suck. (laughs) We're like, hey, you know what we should do? Charge less. (laughs) Because we go to shows, and we hate paying you $14 plus fees. Right. You know what we'd like to pay you? No more than $10. So go online to latenightsmpls.com and pay us $10, I think. (laughs) (laughs) I know they're lower than before. It's probably $10. Great. Dan? Yeah! What are you charging less for in the future? Uh, I'm charging $0 because I have nothing to offer people. (laughs) Really? You're not doing a thing? Is there like a rule that only one of us can be doing a thing that matters at any given time? I mean, maybe not in, maybe not consciously. <laughs> yeah, like inherent in inherent in the wording I use there. Let's let Mike pitch his thing now. It's just an emergent it. property of the level of. Uh, uh, we have to put all three of our whole selves into everything any one of us does. Put me penis in this gun. <sighs> uh, you can always see me probably without like penis and a gun probably probably yeah i mean it might but, end at some point but yeah anything can happen Pete, at an at, open mic yeah anything can happen at the galactic pete's county open mic uh every thursday night at 10 o'clock sign up at 9 30 you'll have your play you forgot off. show at 10 sign up at 9 30 isn't that what i just you said every thursday night at 10 o'clock not show at 10 sign up at 9 30 i mean it's pretty well, much the same every idea. thursday night at 10 o'clock sign up at 9 30 yeah normally it's Every Thursday night, show at 10. He's mixing it up. I don't think I say, do I say show? You do, generally. I don't know. That seems like a lot of work. He's mi- I, I, I don't... think from here on out, I'm going to be saying every Thursday night at 10 o'clock. I'm yeah. glad we've had this conversation. It saved us a lot of time. <laughs> <laughs> oh, can you imagine all of the comics that you'll see? And me. With your and, pants down. And now, maybe one comic for slightly longer, because we found a way to save time. Oh, yeah. Could, could give them... I could spread that out. No, 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 I think you just give it to one person that earned it. Yeah, oh. you. <laughs> right? Yeah. Not but- Phil Colas. Suck it, Phil Colas. <laughs> All right. I've done that in a while. Yeah. yeah. Callback. Good good Classic thing you fit that into one of the last episodes of season three. <laughs> I know. I, you got to make sure that we get our season by season quotient. Yes, thank you for clarifying. One of the last episodes. <laughs> Not the last episode. One of, one the, of last the last episodes. Yeah. Um, uh, should we do a theme song vote again? Yeah. Yeah, probably. Okay. I'll make some more theme songs. All right. Our, 
How many of them are going to be terrifying? <laughs> I mean, you got to have at least one good terrifying option. <laughs> sure. I mean, that's that's the rules of making any theme song. Sure. Like, have you ever heard the uh, other alternative Cheers theme song? <laughs> Spooky. It's just the regular Cheers theme song, but they added Godzilla sounds to it. <laughs> that's a joke for no one. I mean, it's a joke for the 90s again. Or was that like the early 2000s? No, I'm pretty sure it was the 90s. Again, as we said before we started recording, the description of this show should just be three white guys talk about blank from the 90s. You could change it at any time. I sure could. (laughs) Could you, though? Could you do it without breaking the DNS entries? Because last time I tried to change anything, it broke all the DNS entries. (laughs) Hey, everybody. Our website is back up, I think. Yeah. Good news for all you people who definitely noticed it was down. <laughs> <laughs> oh, how could the show be bad? 